This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had to show Jay the, the, the Brennan bottle. You go to Iceland, uh, and you should take that trip. Like you and your Iceland. wife, you and go to Reykjavik. You and your wife would, would love that trip. The Blue Lagoon is the most beautiful place on the, on the planet because it sits between a volcano and a, and a glacier, and but the water temperature all year round is like eighty five degrees from the lava. From the lava, and and then there's a residue that, that builds up on the on the on the rocks, mm-hmm. and they have they have employees <laughs> in bikinis who they have these little floaty bars, mm. and they will float the drinks out to you. <laughs> oh, so it's like a little. It's like spa. a spa. Yeah. It's a spa. It's called the Blue Lagoon. You can Google it. It's amazing. Don't Google lava. the movie. Um, but oh my goodness gracious! And then they they will. The residue off the rock, the young ladies will take the residue and rub it all over your body. And it's like a de-aging, a detoxifying. And they sell the residue. You can buy the residue in jars. And so when we would go over there every year. Uh, me, Phil Chenier from the from the Wizards, uh, Craig Lachlan from the, from the Capitals, uh, Joe Beninati, who you see broadcasting uh, right. football, baseball, basketball. And we would go over every year. And then that was the treatment, and that was the jam, was to go over and have them for a week just treat you like nobody's business. But the shots of Brennan, finding Brennan in America used to be difficult. I'm not sure how difficult it is now. Uh, but they send me, like, I, you know, I would get a bottle, like, once a Yeah, you once. ain't getting nothing now because they got, they got ships at the coast. <laughs> yeah, they, they're shutting things. Hey, you order, it, you order it in 2022, it'd be like delivery date 2023. Yeah, it's like, yeah, maybe. You might get it. You you might get it. Yeah. So we were we were talking earlier about whether it's football players, basketball players, and there's there's a recent history. I mean, folks can go back. I mean, somebody mentioned Terrence uh, on 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 the text line that he went to the NBA early, and somebody must have convinced him. But to your thinking, players don't listen. Like if if somebody who who's who's experienced and is knowledgeable. Are the players listening to the people who give them? There's, there's sometimes some are, some aren't. Like some, 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 some kids are, some aren't. Some are, you know, some kids uh, have it in their mind that they're gonna go when they're gonna go, and there's nothing that you can tell them. Now I don't know what the factors are or what they, you know. I, I'm a firm believer you could have something in your mind, and if circumstances change. Then you you got to be able to adjust, you know what I'm saying? Well, but y- you you're connected and people. Yeah, but I'm just saying in general, like you could be like, oh man, I you know on you know, I want a steak on Friday. Well, the people you hang out with might want to go to Mexican or Italian. All right, well I get a steak on Saturday. You can't be so fixated on what you think you want to do. Uh, I mean, an analogy isn't obviously, you know, directly on point, but you got to get, you get it. Like you can't be so fixated on what you think you want to do because you think you deserve it. It's a little bit of entitlement. It's a little bit of, uh, arrogance mixed in with some, I don't like using the word stupid, but just kind of just, well, sometimes stupid is the right word. Um, 
I don't know what there's got to be just you know not very smart and um and and also really what it comes down to a lot of them don't appreciate it what they have they don't appreciate what they have because they've always had what they have they've always had what they have so they don't appreciate it yeah so they think like everything is going to be like and it's not like that man i mean i mean you know, you 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 been here for I don't know how long. Say you you know you know been coddled and you haven't been kind of like broke down and you dealing it. You come in the locker room, man, and and not Jay Foreman physically, but Jay Foreman mentally. You're dealing with dudes that are grown men that you coming in from Nebraska ain't holding no weight, man. It's not, especially now. Like, That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it's, it's not. lost some of its cachet. You don't just have. because like you ain't coming in there three and nine. Look, man. You can't sit in front of no GM talking about you was dominating y'all three and nine. <laughs> say, please say that again. Like you can't, that, you can't that, sit up there. No, like it's, it's going to be hard for an offensive lineman to sit up there in front of say I played good and you guys can't. You guys didn't have a your leading rusher was your quarterback. Now you can, and I'm going to tell you this: if you're one of those guys that gets in front of GMs or scouts and you start blaming the coaches, you're costing yourself money every time you open your mouth. Yeah. Because, because if you're if you're one of those guys that say, "Oh, I didn't like how things were ran," and this isn't you're you're there's not a team. I, I guarantee you. Well, okay, the greatest quarterback of all time didn't particularly like how the Patriots were ran, but guess what he did? He adjusted, and then he made it work for not only himself, but other team, other teammates. Where to the point was, he dolled it up or put enough mascara and, and lipstick on it to where guys would come to New England. And say, you know what? Yeah, it's probably. Do we get it? To, is it is it as lax as Atlanta? Uh, Atlanta, probably not. It's football all the time. But Tom Brazick, you know what? Do you care about Pro Bowls? Do you care about Super Bowl rings? Let me let me ask. This. I mean, he literally said that to Dante Hightower. But isn't that who's still playing? Isn't that in how New England? You, you should be like this is this is my kind of kind of where I land. Does Nebraska as a university as an athletic program? train and share that information with its student athletes like does it put, what, what does, it, does it train them how to interview with a, a, oh a, they do it they, listen okay. here that's that's the thing they have everything at their their disposal and this is this isn't this isn't a biased uh no this is why i'm this asking is just straight up and this is just from this is even before like me being around more last year they have everything from mental health standpoint mm-hmm. to to a t and i think they were actually ahead of it more than other teams, at least being out in the media. Because I know that, like, when COVID first hit, they were dealing with a lot of stuff. There, I think Scott talked about that. They have everything from um, a physical standpoint as far as the weight room training and doing the the lifts and stuff and the and the testing that you would do at the combine, right? So they have their, their, they have that and always have. From a nutritional standpoint, Dave Ellis is, is next level as far as getting your body fat right and what you need, need to put in your body to make you perform at your peak performance and he's done it for the olympic team he's done it for pro teams he's done it for nba teams so he knows so he has there's not a body type or a person that he doesn't know how to make a program specifically for you social media and and all the stuff i think nil fund i think they're at six million i think the biggest one and people can correct me i'm wrong is like 10 so for a team that hasn't had a lot of success on the field has a ton of you know money for guys potentially nil money so everything that they need as far as getting ready, um, 
both directly and indirectly for the NFL as far as who, how to interview, what you can do, what you can expect, it's there. So if you don't take advantage of everything that you have here, then that's not a university problem. It's not a Scott Foss problem. It's not a Trevor Alberts problem. Um, it, it's a you. That's a you problem. And if you make it, and if and if you sit in front, and I'll tell you this, and this is not like I said, I can say this with zero bias, and and I can also say it that these coaches, and I hate to say this, they actually care about the players too much. You get what I'm saying? I mean, saying that out loud is like cringeworthy, but they all they almost care about the players too much, right? Because they care about them more as players more than as football players. You get as what I'm people, saying? As people, players. right? So, and there's not been a coach that, especially with this staff here, and I didn't know anybody really on Riley and don't even really remember. And I'm pretty sure they did too. And I know Bo and them guys have. So just, I know these guys in, in, in more than any care about these guys as kids first so if you're sitting in front of somebody that you have a long relationship with and you know he cares about you right and he's giving you unbiased and straightforward information that's better than sitting in front of like a Dabo Sweeney who's like looking at you as just as an asset even though you're winning right or is sitting or like say like Brian Kelly that don't really care about you or somebody else. You get what I'm saying? These dudes actually care. They, they actually care about you more than they do as what you could do on the football field. Because it came, if it came down just to football, hey, player, hey, I'd be looking at you like just – I'd just be looking at some of these cats just looking at you like, man, you, hey, you have no idea. Because I've seen dudes tell guys at different universities, you will never play here again. And I promise you, you might be on scholarship. But as long as I'm here, you're not, you're not gonna play. You're never and gonna it, build a resume on me. You're never gonna build a resume on me, and it had nothing to do with what you did. You might have done. You might have had one bad play. I mean, there's been coaches here that once a guy makes a bad play, he's been on the milk carton. Yeah. Here, you're getting two or three, and and well, it's it's those players that fans would go, well, hey, why isn't this guy playing? But see, Where, but what here, happened to this guy? But here's the problem. That's that's but, the lane. That but here's the, here's the problem. On the flip side, if you don't appreciate that as a player, right? Then that's how you become entitled. That's how you become unappreciative, well, that's, and that's how you make bad decisions. So there's there's a tipsy top. There, there, right. there, there's a there's a fine line of doing the right thing, and then the right thing can come back to bite you in the butt. But the great programs figure out how to manipulate that for good, and bad programs use it as a crutch for for why things go wrong. Not necessarily that you could just get burnt because it's a personal choice. Well, but like entitlement and 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 choosing not to be a, un, unappreciative. You can't make somebody be that way. If they you, only can be that way if they choose to be that way. That's a choice. Yeah, but if you're recruiting a bunch of you, if you're recruiting and you end up with a bunch of entitled people in your program, it's you. It's the recruiting. Like stop, that, that, stop, and stop engaging but, entitled but, people. But people become entitled though. People. That's like that's like saying you you can't project how somebody's going to be once they become wealthy. Facts. So once they Facts. become wealthy okay. or once they become powerful, that yeah, and they might have well, had well, it. It in elevates them. who? Yeah, it, it elevates, elevates whatever but, you are. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, at first, at first, like glance, they're not showing up. But say like you're, say like I'm in your in your living room. Yeah. And you're like, hey man, I, I got to tell you something about me. Okay. As soon as I get ten thousand followers followers on Twitter or whatever social media, and I start making a couple plays, 
I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to do what's best for me. If you say, are you going to still give me a, a $250,000 scholarship? No. No. That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. and if I ever say that, punch me right in, well, right, that's, right, so, right in the forehead. So, it, right. It, it, right. so <laughs> as soon as I get my ten thousand so followers, I'm right. a different person. I'm right. sorry, just to right. let you guys know that. Well, that's uh, okay. So let's put a pin there because we need to do some two extra breaks in this yeah. in this hour. I, I do want to ask the question because one, it's whether winning or perf- individual performance matter most to the current player, and then second, where is social media good for for, for programs or bad for programs? And we'll answer those two questions when we come back to Old School. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.